Welcome to another great podcast series from the Grand Island Independent. Everybody watches and enjoys movies. Many have special memories associated with those movies, whether it be a theater that they saw it in, a drive-in they saw it in, or who they were with or what they saw, or something that happened during the movie. And also, several movies have been made in and around the Grand Island area. Also, a couple about. In this series, we will talk about all those things with some guys who were and still are very avid moviegoers. This is the history of movies in Grand Island. Sponsored by Teo Haas Tire. Take control of your driving this summer with a new set of BF Goodridge Advantage Control Tires from Teo Haas and get $70 back. I'm your host, Josh Salmon. You think how movies started in Grand Island. Let's give you a little bit of history. This is a book I was recently given called Our Show. It's written by John Sorensen. And it's a history of movie theaters in Grand Island, Nebraska. If you want a copy of this book, they are for sale at the Grand Theater in Grand Island. It's very interesting to the opening of the Grand. We'll start there. There was other theaters before. You may not have known this, but the very first theater ever created in Grand Island was the Lyric. It went from 1907 to 1915. Also at the same time, the Jewel Theater was about. That went from 1907 to 1911. The Princess Theater lasted a year or a little less. Michelson went from 1908 to 1920. It was one of the more nicer ones. Some of these were just little hole-in-the-walls, you know, quick ones to grab cash. Strand, 1920 to 24. Impress was 1911 to 38. The Lida, 1912 to 31, which later became Grand Number 1, 1931 to 36. And then the Grand 2, as we know it now, 1937 to the present. 1913 was the Majestic. Remember there's a movie about a theater called Majestic? Yeah. 1913 to 38, that one went to Capitol Theater. 1927 to 85, that was 1985, of course. And the Island Theater went from 1927 to 1958. That's just a few of the old ones. Of course, we have the Island Twin and the Drive-In Movie. Don't forget about the Drive-In Theater that happened in Grand Island. The Grand Island Drive-In was opened by Tri-State Theaters in 1949 with the capacity of 650 cars, later operated by Commonwealth Theaters Incorporated. They added the second screen in 1972 and became the Grand Island Twin Drive-In, with the capacity of 720 cars. Now, that only lasted about eight years. They were closed in the 1980s, and it was demolished soon after. It's coming to us from the Hall County Historical Society. So thank those guys for that, and for the book as well. You look at the theaters. When the Grand opened, it was one of the more nicer theaters, and... We know the longevity of the Grand. This is the original Grand, the Little Grand. It was n- <laughs> not even half the size of what the Grand is now. But you look at some of the movies that it was brought and some of the shows, it wasn't just movies. They had traveling show companies, local opera houses, churches, YMCAs, or empty out-of-door lots. A lot of these were called itinerant shows. Uh, they would feature 10 to 15 very short films of startling simplicity, a train in motion, waves breaking on a shore, horses trotting, and, you know, that was big entertainment to these people. That's according to the book here from John Sorensen. It says, Motion itself was the star attraction of these shows. There weren't any stories or actors yet. The audience didn't need them. They were enthralled simply to sit and see the wonder of movement captured in a box. Of course, there was all kinds of technical issues even then. Projectors were used, hand-cranked lightly, flammable celluloid strip falling off in a single spool into a basket tucked beneath the machine. An average show was between 30 and 40 minutes, of course, according to the book, though the actual running time depended mostly on the impatience, strength, and greed of the projectionist. It says in the book, after all, if 30-minute program was cranked through in 20 minutes, that meant that it was possible to cram three-hour show 
every hour instead of two. A whole extra paying audience. See what they're doing there? They're cranking it faster. Who would know, right? Because it's the first time they've ever seen this kind of thing. Of course, film breaks, tangles, mirror combustions were all happening at the same time. And audience, of course, was turning on them a little bit. But that's the way it was. So imagine seeing those movies. And, of course, they had silent movies. Imagine just staring at a screen of just waves crashing and horses running and no sound, no nothing else. I mean, that was, you know, top dog to them. <laughs> it's pretty amazing how that happens. That was back in, so in the 1800s, eight, late 1800s is when that happened. Well, we're going to move up much sooner than that, and we'll start our podcast here. I got with three very avid movie watchers who were raised in the area, grew up going to movies in Grand Island. They remember the movies they saw, where they saw them, and experiences that they had at those movies. And I'm sure you experienced a lot of the same things in the same places, perhaps even with the same movies. You might have been in the theater with them. Who knows? For the next three weeks, we will dive into those memories, those movies, and those theaters that bring back our childhood. Joining me on the podcast for this series, it'll be three episodes. Chad Plenbeck from the Grand Island Independent, an avid movie watcher, has been his whole life. Mike Bakovin from the board of the Grand Theater, also a very avid movie watcher. And Jim Pohl from the board of the Grand Theater. He has some great memories to share with us as well about his experiences growing up watching movies around Grand Island area. And of course, myself. So let's get started. I sat down with the guys and we just kind of talked about movies. Growing up in Nebraska, movies, theaters, options we had for movies, things that happened at theaters that uh, they don't really do anymore. We're reminiscing about the good old days. It's the history of movies in Grand Island. Chad Plenbeck, Mike Bakovin, Jim Pohl, and myself, Josh Salmon. All right, we're on the uh, Grand Allen Independent Podcast talking to movies in Grand Allen. I am with uh, Chad Plenbeck. I am with Mike Bakovin, and it is Jim Pohl. All right, so uh, these guys have a lot more history about the movie theaters and the movies that showed in this area, so we're going to let them go first. First, we're going to talk about uh, drive-in movie theaters and uh, sit-in movie theaters, I guess you can call them, or regular movie theaters um, here in town and what those guys remember. Chad, let's start with you. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the drive-in a little bit. What do you remember about the drive-in? You were being you were from Hastings, but uh, you came to Grand Island and yes. you used to go to the drive-in. Yes. Uh, the drive-in theater you know, on like the corner of Old Potash and 281, so basically where the Perkins is. And uh, the Hy-Vee, that was all, it was like one screen, I think it opened like in 48, I think they put the second screen in about 73, uh-huh. and uh, so yeah, every time you go to Grand Island, you're driving down 281, you can see over the trees, you can see what was playing, <laughs> yeah, and we made it there once, we, um, it was a group of us, I think it was, I was going with another family, you know, like it was one of those go wait marathons, and so it was like all five Planet of the Apes movies all at once, and <laughs> wow. I remember because it was... On the one screen, it was Planet of the Apes movies, and on the other screens, it was like four outlaw biker movies. And so you'd be watching the one screen, and then once in a while, you turn around and look the other way, and it's like, that woman doesn't have any clothes on. <laughs> that biker's a werewolf. What's going on? You know? You got apes and werewolves going on right, at the same time. Right, yeah. and, then, and then the monkeys are shooting at everybody, and it's like, this is this is the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> it's like you stand in the middle and just spin around right. and around right? <laughs> until you fall over. Right? And of course, you know, that was the old days where you had to have the speakers, you know, and now you can tune in your radios, mostly the drive-ins or whatever, but you kind of got this really funky stereo sound anyway, because there were hundreds of speakers mm-hmm. going on at once, and you'd get this... 
glorious, like, time delay, a little bit of an echo. And it was just like, coming off the trees and everything. And it was just the coolest thing ever. And I think the driving, everything, it was gone, like, 83 or 84. I think that's kind of when it went the way of the dodo. It just went out of business. Just went out of business. Yeah. So, just... so was there a delay between the picture and the speaker, obviously, so their mouth was a little off in the movie, or was it not, not too bad? Not too bad. Not too bad. Not that I can remember. See, I went to college at UNK before their drive-in blew mm-hmm. away, right. and that was the that was the interesting part to me is it didn't close of its own accord. A tornado came and took out the screen, <laughs> and then they didn't have enough money to replace it. It's like, well, I guess we're closed now. You know, <laughs> we're done. And they, uh, I remember on the sign out front, they put "Gone with the Wind." Yep. You know. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very clever. clever. Very funny. Wow, very nice. Now, Jim, let's talk about the, the Grand Theater. Obviously, you know a little bit about that. Uh, wow. The Grand Theater, the history. Give us a little bit of that, uh, just briefly, and then uh, you know it's it's still going. Yeah, yeah. The the Grand actually started out as the Lighted Theater and was half as big as as what as what you think of it now, okay. um, and that was back in. Oh, probably 1930. Okay, because I looked it, at like some old movie ads and stuff, and I also saw the light of theater. Right. So the light of theater turned into the grand. Right. And Fantastic. Then, okay. And then in about 1934, 35, it's in that book. Um, yeah. Uh, a couple businessmen bought the light of and turned it into the grand. And it was still the same size, but it was just remodeled, and it was a, a lot nicer um the delight it was struggling because they weren't showing uh talkies you know and, and it was just the, the it was just very technically it was behind uh, anyway they ran this this little grand um for like four or five years and then in may of 1937 is when they opened up they remodeled expanded it you know did the whole art deco thing um, and then it ran like that until I think the eighties is kind of when, when Wally Kemp was the manager and, uh, he, he was just instrumental with, with the Capitol theater yep. and the grand theater. Yep. And, um, he's kind of a local legend. Right. And then, yeah. and then when he kind of retired, then it, 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 that's kind of when it started to go downhill. And that was probably in like the mid eighties. Sure. I would, I would think. Well, it's the same thing, like with uh, from Hastings, like our downtown theaters died basically when yeah. multiplexes went in. Because mm-hmm. everybody's going to the mall. Yeah, and then, so then, this, uh, let's see, a couple guys bought the theater and they tried to do classic films. So, you know, Gone with the Wind and all that kind of thing. Um, but it just, it just didn't work. Um, and I don't know that they were the best business people. But anyway. Um, They're not listening, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> well, that's so then, one of the mantras of the Grand is old movies don't work. Right, everybody, right, yep. everybody says they want old movies. Somebody listening right now is thinking, I'd go see an old movie. No, you wouldn't. No. Because you yeah. don't. I did. I only saw Fort Apache. Or, or you'd be the only one there. Yeah. Every time we do it, very few people show up. So. <laughs> not not to get off subject, but do yeah. you remember the classic movies you guys were doing oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. early yeah. on? I was okay. traumatized in my memory. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had a, I had a I had a donation box sitting at my shop, and this girl walked up, and she was looking at it, and her mother said, do you ever go to the Grand? And she said, no, I'm mad at them, because they quit showing the classic movies. And I said, oh, did you go to a lot of them? And she said, well, well no, but... And I thought... <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding, go. ding. What do we have for her? So anyway, after after the two guys had the Grand, <laughs> then... Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying do it all the time, but... <laughs> 
I went to Fort Apache. There was quite a few people there. I went to uh, Hard Day's Night. There were quite a few mm -hmm. people there. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'm not saying every time, but I, I'm saying maybe once in a while, that's a revival. Yeah. I, I think it can work, but I think <laughs> yeah. you have to... I think you have to do more. You know, I, sure. I think you have to have an MC. I think you have right. to have a costume contest. Or if it's an anniversary of something, you right? Know. It, it, it has to be something cool. Oh, that's like that's the coolest part. Like, so I I was used to go to the Morgan's paper all the time and look at the old ads mm. and the ballyhoo that went on mm -hmm. in these old theaters and like the drive-in, like you had the petting zoo. Um, there was one where they had a guy they buried him in a vault full of snakes for the weekend <laughs> and they dug him up on Monday. You know, there's just stuff like that going on all the time. Wow. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yep. It's like free donuts if you last the whole thing, you know, or um, there was like some double features like I eat your skin and I drink your blood and it's like free gangrene grog and <laughs> yeah. flesh fries. And just, or, or you take, yep. you take, take the drive-in oath if you survive the, uh, the brides of blood. It's like, all right, I'm in, you know. And it's like, Even the guy in the trunk made it. Yeah. Right, right. You had to sneak that guy in, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was like it was the same weekend as the moon landing. So, like, where were you when we landed on the moon? I was buried, allegedly, <laughs> in a coffin full of snakes and a driving in Island. We got the donuts. <laughs> uh, so, uh, competition with the Grand, then a little bit later, I obviously had the Island Twin, which isn't around anymore, but I remember going to the movies at well, the Island Twin. So, Fridley's took over and they ran it for 12 years as a, as a first run theater. Well, then about that time, the Sevenplex opened out at the mall. So, now you had. Right. The Conestoga Four. Right. You had the Mall Stadium Seven. Eleven. And the Twin. Thirteen. Right. So and you had. And so the Grand. there was a time where there were fourteen screens in this town. And Ridley's just could not get first run movies like they wanted to. So what they wanted to do was um, donate the building to a nonprofit organization. And Grand Island Theater looked at it, but. The Grand has only ever been a movie theater. So there's no backstage. There's no, you know, it's just not set up for, for yeah. performing arts. It's a very specific space. Right. So um, a bunch of us downtown people, we didn't want to see the Grand close like the Capitol did. So we got together. Yeah, let's talk about the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got together and uh, formed this nonprofit organization and... Started showing movies, which none of us, I mean, we had no idea what we were doing. I, I would go up to the projection booth and I'd go, ooh, what's that, or what's that? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it, it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, For kids listening now, projections, see, they used to come on film. Yeah, see, all right. Film was a thing that movies used to come used on. used to break and melt. Right. Yep. Oh, awesome. Then you got oh. to stop. I used, I used to be a projectionist. I could, I, could do, I could do that, do the thing with the little machine where you cut it and tape it back together. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Reels and all that. So, Mike Bachman there, let's uh, let's talk about you. How often did you go to the movies? You're a big-time movie guy. I always have been. Oh, sure. Tons of times. I went all the time. Uh, uh, it's been one of the one of the hard parts of the pandemic. I'm not saying we snuck into a grand every now and again, you know, to, to have a COVID-safe <laughs> screening. Maybe I don't know what you're talking about. about. No, no, but, yeah, it was, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember just seeing a lot, a lot of different stuff. Did they walk around with flashlights in telling you to get your feet off the seat? Is that well, something? Well, I, I, well, like I said, I was a projectionist. I worked in a movie theater in Lincoln, and remember a couple, <laughs> a couple things from that. It's like maybe you don't take your your you know seven year old kids to see horror movies where they're going to run out vomiting. You know that that's not fun. Yeah, about. probably not. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe you know at one point I, I think we found like a weird collection of things in the front row. It was like a shoe and a champagne <laughs> bottle and. Uh, uh, you know, a, 
pack of you know just what I just you find just the weirdest stuff and, and it's you know it, it was it was fun but yeah I spent more time in movie theaters than I probably should have. Coming back, Mike Bakovin and Jim Pohl have a big announcement from the Grand Theater. Ooh, yes, we know that they're reopening soon, but something else very new and special is coming. What is it? Stay tuned. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. With the change of season, summer is yours for the taking. For taking a long weekend. For taking a long drive to somewhere new. For taking a moment to take it all in. Wherever you take it, T.O. Haas Tire wants to help you take control of your summer driving with a $70 rebate on a set of four new BF Goodrich Advantage Control Tires. T.O. Haas Tire and Auto, a tradition of trust. This is the Grand Allen Independent Podcast, history of movies in Grand Allen. Over the years, movie theaters obviously have grown, the changes of seats have gotten better, a lot more comfortable, uh, lumbar, you see some staggered stadium seating in some of the fancier joints like that. Obviously didn't have those back in the day in the Grand, Jim. Nothing well, like you that. Wanna, you want to spike some news? Mm, you go for it. Okay. Are, well, we bre- are we breaking news here? Yeah, we're breaking news. We need some news. kind of sounder. Yeah, there we, thank you, Chad. Movie news. Um, the, uh, the Grand is, in the next couple of months, going to be undertaking a campaign to replace all our seats. Awesome. So right now the seats are... How Vintage. Old? Yeah, put it in the 80s, probably. Yeah, it's kind of complicated. The, the seats that are in the Grand are from the 1930s, yeah. but they were actually installed by Fridley's in the early 90s. Uh, they were refurbished and everything, and then they put them in. So, you know, they were, period, but uh, they're not the original seats, which we still have those in the basement. But uh, Anybody want a seat? Yeah. <laughs> have so, a seat. To me right. personally, I honestly detest those recliners that yeah. they put in the theaters now. Yeah. I don't like them. So so what the grant is going to be doing is we're going to be raising money, asking the community to help fund this, and uh, uh, buying new seats, all new seats for the grant. That's awesome. So that's the plan. So we're yeah. going to go from, what's the capacity now? 487. Yeah, we're going to go from 47 to high 300s, I think, somewhere in there. Uh, actually, so I think we're still over 400. Okay, but, so, but, it's, but, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, but the seats will be bigger. They will have cup holders. They will have a few modern menus, but they are not the Barco Landers that you sure, have. Yeah, they, right. the they will be. They, they'll, look, they'll look good. Well, it's not so much like comfort or whatever, because every time I go to the movies, people fall asleep all the time. Yeah, yeah. And you get that delightful snoring. <laughs> Yeah, which is why they turn it up so late. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And at the ground, the popcorn's cheap enough, but some of the other places, you don't want to throw your $6 popcorn at this guy to keep snowing. <laughs> that concludes episode one of the Grand Island Independent Podcast Series, The History of Movies in Grand Island. Sponsored by Tio Haas Tire. Take control of your driving this summer with a new set of BF Goodridge Advantage Control Tires from Tio Haas and get $70 back. Coming up next time, we'll relive what movies we saw and special memories we have with those movies growing up in the Tri-Cities, seeing those movies in Grand Island. Take a trip with us down memory lane, won't you, next time here. The History of Movies in Grand Island podcast series. Copyright Grand Island Independent and Lee Enterprises 2021. I'm Josh Salmon. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you.